0: Since the beginning of this crisis, we've all been concerned for the older people in our lives, most of whom are now cocooning, which brings with it its own challenges. So what can be done by those inside and outside the cocoon to support mental well-being? Hello, you're very welcome to today's UOK podcast. I hope you're Managing to keep on keeping on, basically, and that you're finding, you know, moments of joy and humour in your day. Today, we're focusing on the members of our community who find themselves cocooning at the moment, which, you know, frankly, I'm sure is no picnic, particularly as today's 70-somethings, I mean, aren't really old in the way that they might have seemed 30 or 40 years ago. Thankfully, many of us get to live like a really full and active life for much longer now than we may have in the past which I guess in turn makes these restrictions really difficult for many older people. Dr. Declan Lyons, who is a consultant old age psychiatrist at St. Patrick's Mental Health Services, joins me today to talk about some of the challenges posed for older people during this crisis, what they can do to mitigate against them and what the wider community can do to support.
1: If we think about the present circumstances, you know, they're pretty stressful we've got restriction of movement which is a very big stress and you know it's part voluntary it's about people restraining themselves and obviously being aware of the constraints but we've also got a sense of isolation and loneliness and loss of connection with with other people so they're very big stresses for older people to to deal with and I think they induce a sense of a loss a loss of support loss of contact particularly with family children grandkids a loss of a routine which is fundamental to the well-being of 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 older people in retirement who have time on their hands and who really value the structure to their day and also the loss of some services for example if you're the looking after a spouse of someone who is sick at home are your carers visiting you know is your day center open, we know it's not. So those are, are are certainly losses, albeit temporary, that people are struggling with. And then I think the emotions that they induce are kind of fear and anxiety. Um, a lot of older people have a huge fear of the, the actual virus itself catching it or, or spreading it even. Mm. Um, you know, people worry about being a repository of the virus, passing it on. And obviously we've seen People suffer, enormously older people suffer, you know, being isolated as they, they have a, if they get sick and in a hospital, um, which is which is really as bad a fear as one can get. People have fear about existing, you know, will I, will I get by? Have I enough supplies, medication, groceries? Uh, older people worry about their, their children, how their children are managing, you know, the loss of a job, income, uh, grandchildren's exams, schooling, that sort of thing. Um, and older people worry about themselves and their general health, you know they mm-hmm. would see it as a disaster what what would I do if I get sick? You know, do I have to go to this virus laden hospital or you know in 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 our case, if depression comes back how will i how will I cope? how will I get help? how will i manage and And there can be a spillover into frustration um you know, and that can range from the trivial I can't go to the the hairdressers to the chiropodists to the to important things i can't get routine blood tests checked uh, with my gp um and and the sense of the sense of uncertainty is is very strong at the moment um you know we've been told to expect the worst week on week when will this virus peak uh, it's very unpredictable um the science is a bit ambiguous uh, when will the vaccine come uh, when will this end um will older people be disadvantaged in the easing of the lockdown measures will older people have to remain quarantined for longer and that's a distinct possibility so all these emotions the sense of stress loss fear and anxiety frustration and, and this uncertainty are pretty high at the moment mindful of the fact that older people are actually quite resilient in some respects very very resilient and um, have have been through these kind of scenarios before in different in different forms, and older people sometimes cope. I think there is evidence of this cope with quarantine better than than younger people who who certainly will feel more boredom and frustration, and older people are maybe a little bit more immune to that, more resourceful um, than, than, than younger cohorts in society.
0: To what extent does some of the rhetoric at the moment around we're doing this to protect older people in society as well as our health service or whatever, I, I'm wondering to what extent that amplifies negative impacts on older people's mental health, in some way feeling like this is all about them?
1: Certainly. Um, we know age can be a risk factor. We know pre-existing medical conditions can be a risk factor. But, but this is a public health measure that that's, has global impact across the age the fact that the health service can respond and stand up for, for older people and reorganise and reconfigurate itself for older people is fantastic to see. I think they you know, certainly might feel that sense of guilt a little. Am I worthy of the, the coveted ventilator, the hospital bed? I would say yes. People should uh, look for health care, even you know, high technology health care when appropriate. I think it's absolutely right.
0: Are there some sort of strategies that older people can use to help mitigate against, you know, the additional, as you were saying, uncertainty, anxiety, fear, worry that they're currently feeling? I mean, I'm conscious a lot of what they would maybe usually use as coping mechanisms are unavailable to them at the moment. But what kind of other strategies could they maybe use to help maintain good mental health?
1: I think older people have to realise the assets that they have within themselves. You know, they have life experience, which is irreplaceable in coping with any Uncertainty, any global emergency of any kind, um, they have experience, wisdom, and 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 lots of virtues to kind of stall, you know, the sense of immediate gratification or the need to uh, to be out and about every day, distracting themselves. You know, older people don't need to do that. So this will pass. We mustn't let the 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 thoughts of the worst case scenario or impending doom dominate. I think older people also need to ask questions of of themselves as to how they can come through this. What can I learn? How can I adapt? What can I discover about myself or rediscover? How can I improve myself or improve my my, my environment, I think we are encouraging people to learn new skills, particularly around technology. And I think if older people can kind of just overcome the stubbornness sometimes that we see uh, without being stereotypical, you know, some people, you know, don't, uh, you know, wouldn't have immediately gravitated towards technology. But we're seeing that changing now, which is, which is absolutely wonderful. Maintain a routine. Uh, one of the things I really liked that summed up, I think, a very good response to the crisis is the, you know, the Keep Calm series. Yes. I really loved one which I saw Keep Calm and Get Dressed. Uh, <laughs> I think it's very it captures just, you know, our priorities. I, I think we need yes. to have that balance and routine. Um, and our routine should should involve certainly some pleasurable things during when we manage our time whether it be reading or reading fiction or looking at nostalgic television can be fantastic. Um, when I say pleasure now, I also mean we should minimise maybe the overindulgences like alcohol. I think that needs to be certainly, you know, curtailed for, for our well-being. Mm. And then the closeness to others is an important part of our routine. You know, really prioritising social contact, not taking it for granted, lifting the phone, talking to people, putting our needs out there um, and and realising that there are services that will come to our door, whether it be on post or the supermarket, the pharmacy, people are really, really rising to the challenge of, of supporting um, people uh, at home, not just vulnerable people, you know, as, mm. as you know, the, the restrictions apply to anyone over 70 who, and 70 isn't old, let's be honest. No
0: you know those of us with older people in our lives be they parents neighbors friends work colleagues what can we do to support them and to you know i mean I, i'm conscious of putting always the onus on the individual to reach out but sometimes people find it hard to reach out unless they're given an invitation so what what can we all true. do very
1: true very true i think to to kind of just initiate it you know to persevere gently persevere be there uh, even if you just have to call to someone's window but just you know be consistent be patient offer sincerely help people out with technology if you can show them how to to use it focus on the basics the food the medicines let the grandkids come to the window once a week you know be patient with the frustrations that people may have about the 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 the, the lock in as we call it rather than the yeah. lockdown a bit of a nicer reframe yes. i think if we can encourage people to persevere to see their health as a really really prized asset and if older people can emerge from this with their physical and mental health intact that's a great great victory and we just need to realize that that's the the goal Um, and older people have been there before they can teach us this you know I've, I've talked to many patients about the polio epidemics of the 60s as recently as the 60s TB you know some older people might have been issued gas masks, you know, during the World War Two emergency. Yeah. And we can all remember living with the threat of nuclear extinction. So, you know, we, we coped with uncertainty then. And, and, and I think older people can certainly lead in coping with uncertainty now and, and giving inspiration, showing example to the younger generation. This may be the first setback some younger people may have had in their lives. Um, and older people can support them. It's a mutual support, I suppose.
0: People are saying that's the thing that, we, you know, the most positive thing we can take from this pandemic is how we have all stepped into our shared humanity and recognise that everybody has something to contribute to getting us all through it together. That's right.
1: It's a a community effort, isn't it? And mental health is never mental well-being, physical well-being. Health is never just an individual asset, it's attribute. It's always a, a shared asset, really, among our communities and never more so illustrated by COVID.
0: I think one of the great lessons that this crisis is teaching us is just how important and precious older people are to our community. We are all guilty of indulging lazy stereotypes from time to time, you know, defining older people by their age alone or maybe perceiving them as like a homogenous group. But I think that point Declan made at the end there about how the forbearance of older people can inspire the rest of us to draw on our reserves to get through this is just it's a really important um A really important point to take note of. If you're listening and you are currently cocooning, thank you. Thank you for minding yourself, for staying safe and please continue to do that because we all need you. We need you healthy and well to help us come through this and then to help us all make sense of it on the other side. You know, if you need practical support, there are lots and lots of helplines and websites currently available. To be honest with you, too many to include here. So the best thing is to engage with the government backed community call, which will connect you to services in your area. You can dial a national number and then they'll put you in contact with who the relevant people are in your area. So that national number is 0818 222 024. That's 0818 222 024. And if you're worried or you're anxious about anything and you just want to talk to someone about it, you can call Senior Line for free any day of the year between 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. on 1-800-80-45-91. That's Senior Line between 10 a.m. and 10 p.m. every day on 1-800-80-45-91. I'm Janie Lanagon, we'll talk again tomorrow, and in the meantime, take care.